0: You're listening to Podhaven. Hatsunmu Rattata. What a wonderful phrase. Hatsunmu ratata. Ain't no passing craze. He means no worries
1: for the rest of your days. It's, it's our problem-free problem philosophy.
0: Hatsunmu Rattata. I'm not sorry.
2: So, Elodie. Hello. So, I've been looking at the docket we got. Like, the little list of things we got planned for the episode. Yeah. And, um, it was a collaborative, um, formation. Yeah, in, in, I I in... did
1: more than half of it, obviously. You did more because, than half um, of it, obviously. You yeah. did one, two, three. I did four, five, six, and seven.
2: Yeah, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna read it out, because I, 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 don't, know, I, don't, I don't know if this is just me seeing things, or if there's actually a pattern here, right? But, right. so it goes, one, Steam Direct and The uh-huh. Death of Steam Greenlight. 2, E3, colon, Devolver Digital. <laughs> colon. 3, E3, colon, Undertale for PlayStation 4 and Vita, and Sony not really talking about indie games. And then <laughs> it goes... And then it goes 4,
1: Jonch, 5, Indos. Uh, just pointing out also that on that one, I forgot to put... Um... A dot and space in between five and endos.
2: Five endos. Six. Gay goodbyes.
1: Yeah.
2: Seven. Oblivion. Now, I don't know if this is just me seeing things or not, and it it probably is, but it looks a little bit
1: different. What about it?
2: I don't know. It just there's something about it, you know.
1: Is it just because mine's so much more professional
2: than yours? I think that actually might be um, what it is. I think yours, I, so I, I must have dropped the ball in my um, syntax um, and in grammar. There, really sorry about that.
1: It's fine. Just don't do it again, or I'll fire you with a gun. Oh.
0: So that's the entire
1: content uh, hello of the everyone. show for two Welcome minutes. Back. <laughs> Sorry what well, welcome to the Indie Haven podcast you can't yeah. do that it's my thing oh shit yes oh wait there's a car hello and welcome Spot to the Indie Haven podcast <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome to the Indie Haven podcast where there's hello, a car and welcome
2: to the Indie Haven sorry i George, need to get that like like loop George, George
0: in. i just i just i just wanted to say welcome to the Indie Haven
1: podcast do you want to do a round oh my god <laughs> is that a ice cream, is that an ice
2: cream <laughs> button? Yeah, that's an ice cream truck now. Can you get me a Solero?
1: Ooh, I want a Solero. Yeah, no, I I really—it's so hot outside, and Solero is exactly what I need. Ended. the The Monty Python jaunty theme song just ended. Nice. So, what podcast are we on, Eddie? The Indie Haven. Podcast. Oh hello and welcome, guys. Hello everyone. Uh, Hello everyone. Welcome to the Indie Haven podcast with me, your host, Elodie Cunningham, joined by Josh Rivers.
2: And I am
1: Sexy Castro. (sighs) One day, one day we'll have this perfect and have a good intro. Did that already?
2: We did have it perfect that one time, but it felt really boring. No,
1: we didn't. It was almost perfect, and then you said a joke name then as well. Oh. (laughs) Hello, I'm George Johnson. Uh, We're a podcast, I guess. We haven't done it in a minute.
2: Yeah, we were going to do it last week, but um, I um, just as it reached time to record, uh, I was already ill throughout the day, and just as it hit like eight, 8 in the evening um, I started entering into the uh, the life beyond death um, just in time to go,
1: sorry guys I don't think I can make it this time because I'm literally deceased I was in the woods when you sent that that's why my responses were so short was because I was inside of the woods oh well, there we the go the woods of
2: course, notorious
0: oh.
1: appreciators of brevity Indeed, <laughs> my, dog, my dog found a Skellington Ooh. that day. Oh, Is it one of Breakers. mine? Yeah. Can I have it back? <laughs> no, you can't have your Skellington back, Josh. You will remain classic. Nice, okay, I've got others. Okay. <coughs> uh, but, but yeah, so, yeah, I'm George, do much. you wanna do you wanna get us kicked off with some news?
2: Yeah, no, there's a thing that happened this week... Oh my god,
1: really? ...that's quite significant.
2: Yeah, I know. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, there's this, there was this little service called uh, called Steam Greenlight, and uh, it'd been around for a few years, um, longer than it ever should have been, um, and it allowed uh, it allowed uh, an, a prospective indie developer to um, submit their game onto, um, on, onto Steam... And people uh, would be able to vote on whether or not they wanted to see that game on Steam, yeah, um, it, and it was notoriously shit.
1: Well, it started out that there was basically nothing could get on. Oh well,
2: yeah, for the first
0: year or There's so, there was
2: actual like,
0: like quality control. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say nothing could get on. It's yeah, just
1: but like
0: considerably well, fewer mean,
1: people complained at people complained at the time because only like ten were getting in um every few months. Well, if yeah, I but remember. bearing
0: in mind the kind of personalities yeah. that Groups Green Lights become notorious for now, do we know who these people were? Well,
1: no, I know I know that. I'm getting on to that. Well, it's just that people complained that, like, not enough stuff got on, like even really good quality stuff. Um and then Valve decided to respond to that in the absolute worst way possible so we'll which was just to let literally everything. Yeah.
2: Uh, And yeah, so it was notoriously bad, Uh, lots of really shitty communities sprung up around it, Um, most notably um, effectively what amounted to circle jerk communities, where uh, if you wanted to get your game voted onto Steam, um, you would go to um, a a forum and you'd give people free Steam keys if they voted for your game. And you got um, many, many infamous Steam developers um, like Digital Homicide, um, basically exploited the, the Steam Greenlight system to pedal their shite. That
1: sounds unhygienic. It does. It does sound very hy- unhygienic. But also, I don't think I don't think Poo would work as a very good bike. It um, wouldn't. It I really have a wouldn't. new name for those rubbish people on Greenlight. Yeah. Steam Fleshlight. a Because that's like a rude word and I feel also it sounds a bit yes. like Steam Greenlight. I feel like that, yes.
2: I. I this works. I mean, it's now a bit last, but the important is not really going to
0: work anymore.
2: Yeah, that's fine though. That's uh, fine. And the reason it's not going to work anymore is because Steam Greenlight um, is officially dead. Uh, yeah, it, steam got shot well, in, it got shot
1: and died after. and is dead now.
2: Yeah, it Gabe, got shot and died. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe Newell
1: came, came along with a gun. And he said, That's it, Greenlight, you've had your time. We're just gonna let more stuff on now, but also hide it under a rug, but now we're going to shoot you first and then he shot it. He shot it and it died. And yeah. Steam Direct is now a
2: thing. And yes. Steam, Steam Direct is um is a different system in that people don't vote to get their games on Steam. Um you pay uh you pay one hundred dollars. Um, or 100 of your respective currencies. A recoupable uh, 100. You submit a game onto Steam. Say. A recoup. A- I'll get onto that. Um, so you you pay the money. You you submit your game to Steam, and there is supposedly um, more quality control involved in Steam Direct, and actual persons will from from the steams will uh, will look at the game that you submit and go, yeah that's all right, and then they'll put it up. And um, those developers then told, if you make $1,000 in sales on this game, we will recoup you that $100 that you um, you paid to get your game on. And that's not $100 um, for a developer's rights to put their game up. That's $100 per game submitted.
1: Which is better. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> but the system does seem to be a bit of a... Um... A rug-sweep scenario. It does, yes. Whereby um, everything is that is put up via Steam Direct gets put in its own little section which is basically Valve's untidy bedroom. And then they will pay people to go inside of their bedroom and search through to see if they can find their cool Pokemon toy that they lost.
2: Effectively, yeah. That's a very good analogy. I mean, there are, there are some parts of it um, that I think
0: are an improvement, like the 100... Dollars per game thing. I would, I would kind yeah, of would have expected that to be the case from the beginning, to be honest, like To some extent. Yeah. Again,
1: as we said before, when we were talking about um, the Steam gift yeah. changes, a lot of stuff that Valve changes is stuff that you didn't realise one in place because it seems intuitive to yeah. actually have that already. It should have already been one hundred dollars <laughs> per game.
2: Yeah. Um, and it does sound like it, it has the potential to be a better system, but uh, obligatory mention: um, hey, Jim Stone, um, a <laughs> shot. Hey, he's here
1: man. Yeah,
2: he's no, no, he's not. Uh, one, day. <laughs> one day, one uh, day. No, um, he um, he raises a very good point in that. Um, it's nice that you know there's a hun- there's a one hundred dollar charge that is both a good gatekeeper and also um not prohibitively expensive for um less well off developers um like a hundred a hundred dollars is a lot of money um in the right situation but it's not an unimaginable amount of money which is where it needs to be but Jim sterling raises a good point i he said something along the lines of um It doesn't matter how much money something costs as a gatekeeping mechanism, there will be people who believe their own shit enough that they will happily spend Mm -hmm. that much money to get their really shit stuff on Steam. It's cynical, but at the same time it's a very realistic um, look at the situation. I mean, that's that's the thing, really.
0: Like, the... the I can't remember where I heard this discussion, but it was a discussion about uh, whether or not like, uh, the fee being recuperable was like, kind of nullified the effect of the $100 deposit essentially as a gatekeeping mechanism just sort of like the mm. idea that you could get the money back and the yeah. consent my consen- counterpoint oh, to that go ahead.
2: sorry uh, my counterpoint to that would would I, I'm, it's probably something that a lot of people have said would be if your game has made a thousand dollars in sales on Steam, then it's probably not utter toss.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think that's an all right. Amount I mean, no, no, that's not the, the, the issue is not
2: with um like people
0: being able to recoup the money. The issue is like if the idea of being able to recoup the money will sort of uh, defeat the purpose of it like being a barrier because like the same kind of developers who ended up becoming a massive problem in the, in a green light will just go oh well we can recoup it cuz no, yeah, that's the thing it, it I, the I, game I doesn't that actually that would... have to make back uh, the money for, for that to happen the developers just have to think it but will but
2: people feel overconfident yeah. enough and the kind of be- like go, the kind of oh
0: my of, game's um, good enough that yeah uh, you know Cobra Studios, uh, Digital Homicide, Fatfly, all those kinds of developers I think they probably think it will, because they seem somehow to think that what they're doing is
1: good Like the- I, I don't think it would go on as long, it wouldn't end up with like the Digital Homicide Spam of games. Oh, yeah, there'll be a certain because amount of them. Because I think, twice shy, I think, I don't think it'll like stop a lot of them. Yeah. I think you'd get like up to five at the maximum, rather than having like fifty at once. Yeah. So I think it will be somewhat of a help, but it's not perfect.
2: We can only hope. We can only. We can only wait and see. Um, like a month in. Um, how how it's how it's fed, and um, cross our fingers that it's um, at least marginally less shit than Greenlight. Like it's almost definitely going to be, but it's how marginally less shit rather than rather, rather than it being marginally shit less shit or just as bad. Um, it's the degree at which it improves because it. I, I honestly do think it's it's an improvement over Greenlight. Like you, yeah. there's not much there's there's not much you can do to not be
1: a marginal improvement over Steam Greenlight. Yeah, but at the same time, it still should have been a self moderated thing. Yes, Valve should just be employing people to moderate rather yeah, than I mean, fuck with paying randoes.
0: Actually employed moderators, I don't think Steam Greenlight would have become enough of a problem to. Warrant being replaced in the first place. I don't think the problem's the system. I think the problem's yeah. they're not willing yeah. to put the bloody manpower in. Indeed,
2: if yeah. Triple if AAA studios need to employ uh, QA testers for their games to get them on uh, a an online market, then either indie studios will ha- should be asked to do the same thing, which is quite frankly unrealistic because indie studios are inherently. Um, less, like, they, they have less resources to go out and hire people to do that. So, what the alternative should be is Steam has a team of QA testers. And it would mean that less games would get on Steam, and it would take longer for games to get on Steam, but it would also mean we don't get like a fucking the, the, the shite that, like, um, the, the shite we're all thinking of when you say flip. the shite that in relation to green light. The shite that the shite that is commonly that is commonly understood. The the, the flashlights. Yeah, yeah the flashlights. We, we can just go. call it the flashlights and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Then, then we roll don't, roll don't the have to nicely.
1: Then we don't have to constantly say the names of three awful people. <laughs>
0: Always three. We
1: don't. We can just because generalize that's how
2: we were taught not the as names. children.
1: Yeah. The trifecta of... It's because rule, rules of three sound they pleasant. Okay, it's play either play. Fleshlight or Greenshite.
0: Greenshite, I think, not, works better. Why
2: not Greenshite Fleshlight? flashlight?
1: Gre- I mean, I know it's the
2: equivalent of saying green light, green light, but also at the same time, Greenshite Fleshlight does shite sound light. fantastic. Greenshite Fleshlight. Like a punk band name.
1: Okay, I think that's our episode
2: title, at least. What green shite flashlight? Yeah, perfect. Who even knows? Does anyone else have have anything to say about that?
0: I mean, I was just gonna make the point that, like, with regards to Steam getting a team of QA testers, like, I don't even think it's from the perspective of like taking the onus off of the smaller developers to like round up play testers. I, like, my reaction to it's more just sort of a gut feeling of take a fucking interest in what's being put on your storefront. Exactly. Like, if, if you don't know... Like, if you just let stuff get put onto your storefront and not know what you're stocking, like, what does that say about you as a company? Like, it,
2: Yeah. If I owned a shop, if I owned a shop and all of the nice games were in yeah. the window or by the counter... And it was all good. But if I had, like, a literal mound of
1: feces on the back hmm. shelf, I'd get shut down. Well, no, it's not even that. It's not even that, George. Because with Greenlight, it was literally just the window is just, it's got um, a couple good games and then mostly just piles of shite. That they keep scooping back to the back of the room and then putting more shite there instead. Because yeah, the front page of Steam constantly replaced itself with new bad green light games. Yeah, I think um, I think my
2: analogy is is probably going to be a more accurate description of how Steam Direct plays out. I think
1: Steam Direct is going to be more like good games in the front, and then they've got a back room that um, is just just it's the scat, it's a a mountain scat of scat, and you have to like you have to swim through the scat to get to an occasional good game. But like some you... people pay for the privilege of going into the scat dungeon. Well, I mean, some well, no, people you, do anyway. You get paid. You you get paid for... I don't judge. Oh, some people pay to put their scat in the scat dungeon, and other people are paid to wade in the scat dungeon looking for good things.
2: I think that's all we really need to say about that, isn't
1: mm. it? Yeah. I don't know whether I like the scat dungeon analogy or the cool Pokemon toy analogy better.
0: Split the difference. Um, cool Pokemon scat the dungeon. Cool,
1: the cool Pokemon scat. See, this is what always happens, is that we have at least two fantastic names this for is episodes why I, this within is why the first This is why I never say we've
0: got the episode Just title. Ratata
2: swimming in a mound of feces. <laughs> I like to say it because
1: it, it brings... Retarta. hello, Rattata. it's me, your favorite Pokemon. I say Royston, Rattata. have you seen my <laughs> Retarta? Fuck you both! Fuck you I both! I can't find him anywhere. Uh, yes, um, maybe he has evolved into a Retarget. Retargeter. Right, say, I'm
2: cancelling the lease on Indie Havens. Wait, I say oh, Royston. Just go. I'm just, just gonna shut it down.
0: <laughs> Royston, knock, knock. Who's that, old chap? The poor
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Such humour, such humor
2: indeed. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um I think I think we've said all that really needs to be said about Steve. Yeah. Um which means number two on the Ooh. docket. <laughs> It's on the docket, right? It is on the docket.
0: This is we cool all it was coming. So
1: you do a start. I
0: mean, we we literally all did know this was coming <laughs> because we like, gave the entire <laughs> yeah, agenda at the beginning it. of the
1: episode. Right. Yeah, and we also talked about it in the previous episode about.
0: Well, we knew there was going to be a picnic. Idea
1: of it.
0: We knew there was going to yeah. be a picnic. We did not know quite to what extent Devolver Digital were going to. E3. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they E3'd, because uh
2: They really did That's the best way yeah. to describe it. Uh
0: fucking Bravo I should say. Like uh listeners People who are listening to this mm. are probably aware. Devolver Digital did a bit of an E3 conference. And it was A marvellous work of satire on the whole concept of E3. I highly encourage anyone who hasn't seen
1: it to go and watch it. You can find it on YouTube. I haven't actually watched it. I've heard about it, but I haven't actually watched it, so I'll do that after we finish recording. Please do, because it is a stroke
2: of fucking genius. It was pretty
0: incredible. And in a way, pretty vindicating to see it happen uh, in amongst the actual (laughs) E3 proceedings.
2: Because indeed, like it, it would have been funny enough if they had released it separately, yeah. as as a thing outside the of the fact E3. they got but it, it was in part of most of the official streams. The fact streams. that they got it
0: into the actual E3 streams as an official part of E3,
2: mwah! It just it,
0: bellissimo. It, yeah,
2: it was absolutely stunning. I I almost don't want to say anything else about it. Just so if anyone you has. We don't a want to spoil
0: the surprise, that's L- the let's thing. Put,
2: let's put up a spoiler, spoiler, up warning. A spoiler warning. We're
0: going to talk about the thing we were obviously going to talk okay, about but, this episode.
2: Before. Okay, before we talk about it, if you haven't seen it and want to see it but don't want to be spoiled, go watch it now. Pause this. Go watch it. Come back because it's so good.
1: <laughs> and yeah. say,
2: being told about it in any degree prior to
1: watching it kind of, I feel like, hmm. would spoil the fun. Oh. This is sad for me. Alright, can we pause the podcast so I can go watch it? I mean, it not myself? in any practical sense. Oh no, sense. of course, yeah.
0: You're just, just going to have to edit well. out like 20 minutes.
2: Well, is, is it yeah, 20 roughly. minutes long? Oh. Okay, in that case, remove spoiler cast. Just go watch it, it's really good.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about it next episode. Yeah, we'll Hopefully next week. I mean, next I kind episode. of yeah.
0: had stuff to say and had very little say oh, to no. say about anything else that happened during E3, which is, like, the bulk of...
2: I mean, not much else happened in E3. I don't really, watch, E3 even, has I don't been really
0: watch any of the E3 conferences. I just sort of absorb them 2nd through, like, people yeah, I trust to cut through the bullshit. <laughs> mm. But
1: for the most part, previous E3s have offered a steady stream of news I'm interested in. This year has just been... Culturally appropriating Mario and swearing monkeys. Swearing monkeys. The, the swearing uh, monkeys were pretty good, though. Yeah, to be honest, I, I did like. I'm still the swearing not sure monkeys. how
0: I feel about the yeah. swearing monkeys. Only time will tell. It could go either way, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Yeah, uh, cautiously optimistic
1: about the swearing monkeys.
2: About the swearing monkeys. Take heed.
0: If I could just say so you, something yeah. sort of like non-spoilery about the um, Yeah, you
1: can s- say some say something non-specific enough well, that non- it, it won't it's, ruin it's my non-specific enough in, the rest. in that
0: it's just sort of like really the only sort of thing that particularly interests me because mocking E3 is nothing new. We know what all of the jokes are by this point. It's a time honored tradition on Twitter at this stage. just mock E3, and a lot of people I've seen sort of give up on that aspect. You know, it's just sort of kind of like, uh, it's not going to change, you're better off just ignoring it, it's not making an impact, it's not making an impact. And now it's part of the actual E3 show. So it was just kind of personally a bit vindicating for me to, to be like yeah you know you know what it's actually changed something like div- yeah it, no it's it was, been yeah, it's like, been elevated to the point where it's now in e3 itself sort of to some extent like i feel like to some extent these jokes control the message more than any of the people like more than any of the actual presentations. Like it's Indeed. Not, if if Indeed. these <coughs> if like people didn't mock E three, then the only people saying anything about E three would be the people would like be the advertisers. So like there wouldn't be anyone cutting yeah. through the bullshit. And I do think that's a necessary function. And a lot of people just give up on that kind of stuff. Which you know is fair enough. I mean if it's a case of I'm not getting enough out of making this kind of content to justify sitting through the fucking thing. I can totally... As someone who has tried to sit through E3 and failed horribly, Mm. I can absolutely respect that. I... I do still feel like it's kind of necessary. Because...
2: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: The idea that any publicity is good publicity is absolute shite. And I think that... (laughs) Like, oh, I don't yeah. think I need to explain why at this point even. It's just been demonstrated so many times. And so yeah, to see this happen was kind of fun. Just to see like this is so ingrained Definitely. into the whole culture around E3 now that it's actually
2: seeping into the presentation itself. It's a really uh, fascinating thing to observe. The, um, I think one of the big things I really, really liked about it was you know you know how occasionally um in the early hours of the morning adult swim will broadcast a strange one-off unannounced like 20 minute long thing
1: takes a lot to make us do, especially if it's (laughs) me and you
2: yeah so basically um the devolver digital e3 conference was the too many cooks of e3 I have no point of reference for any of what you just said. What Okay. Okay, Josh. After we finished recording, Look Up Too Many Cooks, um it was um a one off, unannounced, unmentioned cooks, broadcast on um too on the cooks, Adult Swim T V channel cooks. that was broadcast in the early hours of the morning, like four in cooks. the morning. Um and we're just singing this episode now i I'm finding it difficult to talk i'll be honest i can't actually term. hear you
0: because <laughs> you're for some reason you're so much quieter than Elodie on the voice chat I can just hear the singing
1: oh <laughs> well.
2: yeah like um like D- discord has this thing where it uh, if someone is using the audio channel it will prioritize audio channels hmm Um, Sorry, but yeah. um, (laughs) Right. uh, Too many cooks is
1: what you're explaining.
2: Yeah, so too many cooks. So after 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 you finish recording, uh, go to YouTube, type in too many cooks, Adult Swim. Uh, Basically, um, a couple of years ago, at like four in the morning, Adult Swim broadcast this 10, 20 minute clip of um, a supposed TV show that they were now rolling out. Um, it wasn't announced. They have not publicly or officially mentioned it since, um, other than the fact that it's on their YouTube channel. Other than the fact that it's on their YouTube channel, they just put it up there as well. Um, but for a good two weeks, there was this strange TV show that, like, the pilot episode was broadcast on. I don't swim at four a.m. in the morning and nobody knew whether they'd actually seen something that was real or not if they just imagined it because of how weird
1: it was. But hmm. uh, If you want to deep dive into um, the world of odd things that have been broadcast on Adult Swim, I'd say take a look at um, the YouTube channel Nightmind, because he's done some real deep dives into some of the videos, and they're, like... Attach websites and things Which you can Which have like hidden extras and stuff And you can go further and further Into the rabbit hole and find extra clips And hidden websites And everything So if you want to Get into that sort of Level of Abstractness Mm. Go for it my yeah, the
2: thing, th- thing to take away from this is adults who fucking weird and Devolver Digital are now
1: the adults who are in the video games. <sighs> oh, I um, remember what I was going to say. What were you going to say? I was going to say that um, this worries me somewhat that the joke has been taken into the E3 conference It would worry me it if it wasn't Devolver much more... Digital doing it. No, that's what I mean is I'm now worried that other companies are going to try and do it. Oh, they'll try, but well, they'll fail miserably still, and will then just make fun of they'll that. They'll fail miserably, but it's. It's. It just. I feel like it's going to be a bit fun ruining when they're all doing the thing. We're gonna have to change how we make fun of E3. <laughs> oh, but that'll be the point where, where
2: Devolver Digital just do an actual, like, classic E3 presentation that will stand out really strangely compared to everything else. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I'm still holding out for the day when there's just an E3 Preft conference where everything's going normally and then somebody just comes out in the background just shits on the floor behind the person speaking and the person (laughs) speaking acts like nothing has happened. (laughs) And the other person who's just shat just walks off, doesn't wipe their bum or anything, just pulls their trousers off and walks off the stage again. That wasn't last year. And the, the poo's... The poo's just
0: there. The poo is just it's there. It's still there. To this day.
1: It's just hanging out. So to this, this day, day.
0: the poo remains.
1: So did we have anything Untouched else you wanted to say the outside about outside this? Untouched world. I, I don't really have anything else to say. I think we should like go over it in more detail next episode, because I want to actually watch it properly poo myself. trapped in time. Yeah, I'd be down for that.
0: I'm off in yeah. my own little world over here if you two just want to move on to the next topic.
1: Yeah, the, the, yeah, the next topic's another E3 bit because we're in the th- throes of Ah, it's almost E3. like E3 happened. Haha, <laughs> that's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was announced that Undertale is getting a physical release not just on PC but also on PS4 and PlayStation Vita, which is very exciting. I'll play Undertale with an analogue uh, I, I really enjoyed Undertale, and I think that it'll be a great game to play on my PS Vita that I own now. So yeah, that's good.
2: Yeah, Undertale is the fucking bomb, and it is um, the only game in memory that's made me do a cry. Um yeah, no that 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 game that game made me do the feels and I cherish my experience with it and you can read all about how I how I really liked it on indiehaven.com. You
1: should go do that. What's that? I've never that. heard of that um, website.
2: Well, you're a pretty fucking shit employee, no, aren't you, I, Josh? That would be the joke, yes.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 Josh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, like, as for playing Undertale itself, like, I I sort of wrapped things up with that game, like just just from like this the standpoint of finding it conceptually interesting, but which it was like I think we can all agree. I think we're all comfortable in just saying that it was a fascinating little game at this point. I'm kind of interested oh, yeah. to see how it would play with an actual controller, because like. The one issue I ever really had with it is, like, I don't PC game a lot, because my PC isn't yeah. very good. Like, it, it's a tiny little thing made of wood and sticking plasters that I could, like, barely run things on.
1: It's one yeah. of the few games that I've managed to play without issues on my shit. Yeah, so like the laptop's there. really only yeah, for, yeah, like,
0: emergency games that, like, seem significant, by which I mean like Undertale and the Beginner's Guide are the, are the two that I've played on it.
1: Yeah. I haven't played Beginner's Guide, I own it. I should actually get around to that. Yeah.
0: Since Same. since you since you own it, you should, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I feel like I feel like
2: um, having an analog control um, a controller for Undertale would make it, it would be interesting to see how that affects yeah that, that's what the, I was going to um, say because i found the difficulty, the, um, the,
0: the little arrow keys with with my massive manly fingers of of a god i couldn't like really accurately <laughs> maneuver myself using these Sorry. tiny little arrow keys that i've got on this shitty little computer so yeah. i'd be inter- i'd be interested to see if i'm any better at the game using an analog stick I don't know like how many runs that'll carry me through but I mean just from, just I... from like a standpoint of I'm comfortable giving Toby Fox more money probably gonna get this um, at
1: the time I didn't have my uh, Xbox pad connector. So I played it on keyboard and such. I would usually play that sort of game on my controller, though. So I have no idea whether it was controller compatible. Hmm.
2: I don't actually know either. Uh,
1: In in any case, I'm glad that it's going to get more exposure. Hmm. Well, that it especially needed it, considering how well-rated it is now. Yeah, I feel Um, like it's been long
0: enough to where this is probably a good move as well. Like, we've had long enough yeah, to get excited I, I for something like, like, like this.
2: I, the, I feel like the, it would go a ways to um, widening the accessibility mm. of that game. Yeah, well, I
0: mean, more people having an opportunity to play a game <coughs> is always a good thing. It's mm.
1: also the sort of game <coughs> that I prefer to play on a portable.
0: That's That's fair, yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a... There's a few types of games which I just I just like to be able to play them on a portable, because it feels a bit weird to play them on. Yeah. 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 Um, but the thing I'm more excited about in relation to this Undertale physical release is that... Um, I don't know if it's... Um, all of them have this, or if it's just a special edition... I think the, it's just the special edition. I just I didn't know whether there was a standard edition as well cuz it yeah, it looks like standard a standard edition. Okay. There's a standard and special edition and the special edition comes with a um really nice locket Ooh. that contains a um, music box thing which is very cool. That's combining two things that I appreciate a lot and it plays the theme of the game. Yeah. Which I just I got to have that in my hands. Uh, uh, It also comes with a also comes with an art book and a two-disc CD version of the soundtrack to the game, which is one of the best soundtracks of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm very very excited about that. Uh, There's not many games that I will consider pre-ordering because I don't really agree with pre-order culture and yeah. such, but this is one where I might, just because I think it's going to be a limited run, and it's exactly what I would want to have in my yeah. life. Thank you. Yes, I have a mighty need. Do you guys know much about the um, the history of uh, Toby Fox, and where he rose to prominence?
2: Oh yeah, he started off making a... Um... A mother
1: mod, didn't he? Uh no, actually. Oh. Uh it's well, yeah. There, I think there was a. No, the mother bit comes in later. Uh, sorry. He I'll be also, out in he here.
2: made he made some of he made um a few bits of music for Homestuck.
1: Yes, he uh, he started off. He made um, some Mega Man mods. Mega oh, Man yeah. Halloween mod and his. And that's where the song Megalovania from the soundtrack was originally in. Hmm. Was in, in his Mega Man Halloween mods, um, and then he moved on. He became the head of the Homestuck music team, which released a billion albums. Yeah, and his music on that is incredible. Uh, And And he allegedly Made a significant
2: amount of Undertale In um, uh, The creator of Homestuck's basement Yeah Did the creator of Um, Homestuck know? Which is interesting (laughs) Yes, I think he did (laughs) Did Toby
0: Fox just have a system of
1: tunnels Leading to that basement It's just like, this is where I work on the game This is the only place I work on the game Lives in in Andrew Hussey's basement now Yeah, so it would be interesting to know um, interesting to know whether uh, Undertale would have got nearly as much coverage had it not been for the initial spike of popularity for the Kickstarter and stuff from Homestuck fans mm. um, yeah it's, it's interesting to think about what the impact would have been there's a few other tracks on the um, the soundtrack that are from other things like Megalovania was originally in that Mega Man mod and it's also in Homestuck in one of the animated scenes Mm. and then appears in Undertale. Uh, I think two or three of the tracks were originally intended for um, Homestuck, like Another Medium, which is my favourite track on the album, Mm. was originally going to be for the last act of Homestuck, but then it it didn't end up being needed there, so it yeah, ended up okay. on that soundtrack. And um, Fallen Down was made for a um, mother fan soundtrack compilation that was put together, like songs made with the mother sound font.
2: Huh, that's really cool.
1: Yeah,
2: I that... like little bits of um, behind-the-scenes video game trivia like this. Yeah,
1: I j- I just, I just, for some reason, have... Have gathered a bunch of Toby Fox related trivia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The the other thing I wanted to talk about in relation to um the this whole thing with E three is that uh, Sony announced that Undertale was going to be on their systems outside of their conference, and then during their actual conference, there wasn't any talk of indie games at all whereas last year there was a bunch. They completely cut indie games from their main conference.
2: Yeah I feel like Sony really dropped, dropped the ball in that regard because a lot of what I really enjoyed about their conference last year and a lot of what, a lot of what they received praise for was their heightened inclusion of indie games in their official like, conference.
1: Hmm.
2: And it was just it was a it was a damn shame to see because there are lots of there are lots of good indie games uh, that I'm aware of that are coming to PlayStation 4. But at the same time, it does make me wonder. um, Second obligatory Jim Sterling mention. Like we've seen a few really really, for lack of a better word, shit Mm. games. Entering the um, the PlayStation Store as indie titles, yeah, um, and it's kind of ha- weird. Yeah, and like it's, it it's might be related, but it might also very likely might not be related. But it does make me wonder whether or not the backlash regarding those games um, may may be scared Sony altogether off of talking about indie games and the PlayStation Store mm. at E three.
1: Which would be gobshite, but I mean, it sounds like something a big company would do. Yeah,
2: Indeed. Rather than they prevent oh, the problem, or critiquing this system. Yeah, that's not. Rather than solve all. the issue, Again, they, they they'd
0: probably just want to not draw attention to it. And they could just solve Indeed. the with yeah. Sony's resources. Life of Black Tiger was completely preventable. I'm sorry
1: it just yeah, was. It's exactly the same problem with Steam, is that everything that happened was easily preventable with some quality control. With their millions and mi- billions of company dollars. <coughs> oh, all the dogs are doing a bar the dogs now. really did not uh, like taking the yeah, companies to task. The I dogs guess...
2: really doesn't the
1: dogs really don't
2: like Life of Black Tiger. Yeah, they're just well, can, really angry can at Life you- of Black Tiger. Really can't. Really, really calm.
0: Sony, the dogs dislike yeah, no, what I, you've done.
2: I... Sort
1: yourselves out. Uh, yeah, you can probably hear my mum shouting at the dogs in the background now she just got home and they're all they're all saying hi. That's right, it's just it shows that
2: it, sh- it shows our dear listeners that we're keeping true to our roots of. Living it humanizes
0: with the Indie Haven podcast cast. <laughs> podcast. It cast, does. Pod cast, it so does. Cast
1: too many times, it's become weird now. But yeah, um, uh, yeah, it's a shame, and they should have at least put Undertale in their main conference because yeah, you'd that would be a big win, right? Way more. Yeah, they got yeah. way more of a reaction than anything that actually happened in their yeah, from conference. From what I heard,
0: their conference was just, like, here's a lot of games you already knew about because they were in our last E3 conference. But we've got new just trailers. A bunch yeah, of, pretty much. um
1: Just a bunch of gritty muscle musclemen again.
2: I mean, I am excited for the new God of War because Kratos looks good with a beard and also Vikings. Um,
1: but I mean, it is we... kind of aesthetically you,
2: but... It is very aesthetically me, and also um, the wold serpent was in the, the cinematic that had. Um, I don't know why I said yeah, that in a Yorkshire
1: accent. Yorman did, did you, did you guys um, ever? Did you guys ever watch the um, Escapist series Doomsday Arcade that came out years ago? No, uh, no, I don't think I did. It was, um, it was like a. Uh, Live action series made by um, a guy called Michael Shanks, who um, who does a bunch of like video editing stuff and like Australian short film competitions mm. and things. Uh huh. Is um, basically it's a comedy series about all of the games coming to the real world. So kind of like a um, a. Pixels, but not shite. Mm, what pixels
0: should okay. have been. Um, and was originally in the but short film. It,
1: it's. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of it can be very crass and such, but it brings in elements from many many games for a lot of uh, very funny scenes. Um, yeah. But one of them that I was just reminded of was. Um, this whole segment about a uh, crazy Kratos is uh, used car sales, like uh, just a long advert based on those crazy salesman things that they have in America. Mm. Yeah. Except that it's with Kratos doing it.
2: That sounds amazing. And he
1: he just killed some people during it. It's goat. Uh, go. It's goat. Yeah. Uh, I. I have a um, a friend called Emil, who years ago, when we were in secondary school, uh, ripped all of the files from the Escapers website, and uh, made a DVD, and like even made the cover and stuff and just gave it to me as a gift, so I have the entire series on DVD.
2: That's amazing. One day, I
1: will come to your house and we will watch it together. (laughs) I look forward to this eventuality. Yeah um, The entire last episode I think uh, About six minutes of it Is taken up by an extended um, homoerotically charged music video About uh, How The two main characters are such Great best friends But it just gets increasingly uncomfortable to watch It's great
2: I look forward to it I I like uncomfortable gay shit Yeah uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Sony, Sony. Outside of oh my goodness, I want my beautiful, muscly boy to um, go on Viking killing adventures. Um, yeah, Sony's conference was. Look at this new stuff that you've already seen more of. Duh, duh, duh. Added a bit more music in to make it sound more exciting than they that. should have added that this little. That, music they should episode. have added that
0: little musical sting in there just just to, like, like sort of really pep it up a bit. That was their that. mistake.
1: Yeah, their I mistake. mean, they had the obligatory man pooping in the background and walking off hmm. the stage without wiping his bum, but they didn't that's have That's going to stay stick. there for all time now. Yeah. I think
0: that's that's the thing that really got me about it, is just, like, just looking at that and just thinking, that's the one thing of permanence. Like, throughout all of this conference, everything else will be dust, and After that will the remain. the heat
1: death of the universe... After the heat death of the universe, there will be naught but A3's the three.
0: Literal two shits.
1: <laughs> yes. There yeah. are literally two of them, and they will last eternal. They will. They are fixed points in space and of time. Of all
0: things, to be immune to entropy, you know? It's just. It's really sobering. Like, is this all we're worth?
2: Is the human race really worth it?
0: We. We made shits eternal.
2: Michael Bay, and
0: that's our legacy now.
2: Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's basically all of the big, important indie stuff
1: that happened. Yeah. Before we great. move on to the most important section of the podcast, I'm just gonna insert in here a little advert for another podcast on the network.
2: Have you ever found yourself playing a video game and wondering why the best characters were all tucked away in the background, far behind all the boring soldiers, lifeless swordsmen and generic space marines? So have we. We here at the Real Heroes Podcast bring in the best guests on the net to help us shine a light on the forgotten heroes
1: of gaming once and for all. So if you've ever wanted to hear Laura Kate aggressively defend the rights of a fictional jellyfish alien, or Jed Whittaker discuss how Zelda is really the story of a kink facilitating pickle man, join us on the Real Heroes Podcast, right here on Podhaven. Nicely placed. Yeah, yeah we're we're back here now. Hi. Hello. Um, Do you know what it's time for?
2: No,
1: they don't. It's time for... Judge's Deep Thoughts. Judge's Deep Thoughts. I'm having a deep thought. Fucking
2: get it down, yeah. Right. Was that your deep thought? (laughs) No, that was my introduction
0: (laughs) to the deep thought. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can see why you'd have thought that. It was very profound, but... I've I've got a different one
2: Tell us Tell us, oh Josh
0: Chad Whimsy has come to take your supper
2: Okay, there are a few things you're going to need to explain to me Of course, ask ask away Namely, who is this person? Uh, Chad
0: Whimsy is a new uh, prospective client of mine Uh, I have just decided I am in the PR business and I've taken on okay. my first client, Chad Whimsy. Uh, we're pi- and we're going to uh, be pitching this uh, innovative uh, new television program. We're expecting to uh, run for one oh, season back. of. Um...
1: Ev- everyone, cut off for a minute there. Good to know. Oh, oh you missed the you you missed the deep thought Chad, melody. Yeah, uh, Chad Whimsy has come or... to
0: take your supper.
1: Well, I got that, and then you started explaining. And then you just missed the entire explanation. I got up to the point where George was like, "Uh, there are a couple things you'll need to explain here, and then it just cut out, and I didn't hear anything else for a minute. That is, to be honest, how this segment should
0: have gone. I should have just refused to offer any other explanation. (laughs) It would have been unlistenable, but I'd have been laughing my fucking arse off. And ultimately, isn't that what... What's, what? Isn't, isn't that Isn't what? it so very yeah. what? Right. Chad Whimsy has come to take your but supper. What, what, uh,
2: what's what's, picked, what's uh, been pitched? Television
0: show. Uh, we're e- expecting it. the first season to run for about 20 episodes. Uh, it's this gentleman called Chad Whimsy. Uh, it's it, The premise is actually fairly self explanatory. Uh, he appears. People are having their supper. Right? Sort of. I don't know. Half seven, eight in the evening. I don't know when people have their supper, typically. Just pick a, well? Just whenever. He seems to just know. He seems to just know. Or he just stumbles across. But I can't imagine people having dinner are that hard to find.
2: Is it? Is it like. Is it like Dirk Gently? Is he. Is he is he a, a holistic supper-stealer? He just coincidentally stumbles into situations where people I think are he figures
0: supper. if he just walks around long enough then him stumbling upon someone who's having dinner is just an inevitability.
2: It's the Dirk Gently of soup-stealing. soup they're having soup,
0: If they're having a soup-supper, he could be stealing their soup-supper. We could pitch that as a he spin-off and series. And then there's
2: alliteration there. Yeah. Like Chad Wimsey...
0: We- Soup stu- soup Supper Stealing Soup Boy will workshop the title.
2: Just call it Soup Boy. That's a good name. <laughs> Chad Wimsey,
1: colon,
2: Soup Boy. Yeah. Colon yeah, is go. part
0: of the title. There's an actual colon and then it says colon yeah. Soup Boy. <laughs> yes.
1: <Yeah>, gosh. <I laughs> colon think, Soup Boy. Think, oh no, think, that sounds awful. You've ruined, you've ruined it is now is what you've done. That want. was your fault. <laughs> oh no, colon soup! I was merely. Oh, no. oh this is the end of this mini- section. I was We're merely not the middleman the, well, I've
0: not even explained the show yet. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. I thought we'd <laughs> go no, we, that.
0: We, I thought it we, was just we the, 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 the
2: spin off of the show that's not but, been explained to us yeah, yet. Yeah, he
0: turns up and he goes, Hey kids, I'm Chad Whimsy. He talks like that. None of us know why. As far as I can tell, he can just stop talking like that at any time. But he chooses to do so. Like,
2: There's a lot of uh, character development and... uh,
0: I'm Chad Whimsy. I'm here for your supper. Put it in the sack. And he's got, like, a big burlap sack. uh, Formerly full of crows. I wouldn't worry about that for at least two to three more episodes. He's got a big burlap sack, and he throws the supper uh, in the sack. Sometimes there's a bit of resistance uh, from the people having their dinner. Like sometimes they, they, they don't really get what's going on because they've not strictly been informed that this is going to happen. Sometimes, so sometimes there's a little resistance to the idea. Is this a reality show? Yeah, well, that that will
2: let us get away with it, right? If we say that um well I less that more I I, I was going to say it was a good, social experiment but yours is way better show. I was more going down the route of I didn't know this was like following the story of someone actually existing in real life and not just, just Oh no a this this is a thing Chad whimsy does I'm anyway infinitely more intrigued
0: uh, really I'm just looking at this as a way to make you know, he's taking suppers, so I'm trying to give back, essentially. I'm trying to like turn this into a thing that may actually have yeah. a positive impact since this is going to happen anyway, uh, despite multiple warnings from the police. So he takes the supper. Sometimes they just give it up instantly. Sometimes they're just sort of like, you know what, I can, I can get more sausages. It's not worth... Like fighting this rather angry, sweaty man for for these for this supper when I can just make another one, and so he either way, he gets the supper. He had, he's got a one hundred percent success rate at getting these things. He is not lost yet, and then puts it in the sack, closes up the sack, and he's like, "Well, that's another one off the list. See you next fucking week, kids."
1: Does he? Does he no, he nev- he's never does eaten he a single supper
0: He throws them all immediately into the river Once he's done He throws them
1: <laughs> Which, which the river? Nile So he gets the plane to I the mean, Nile Say what you will about Chad
0: Whimsy Guy's got an arm He can fucking throw Oh, okay
2: <laughs> Oh, just throws it well, you're not flying, Chad No, he just throws to it to straight Into the it. Nile
0: He, he oh, can just throw like, it wait, into Kent. the Nile from anywhere he just in the world. Boom! Flings it, and you're treated to this amazing spectacle at the end of the episode of him just flinging it into the Nile. No- we presume it lands they in just, the Nile.
1: They've just, he- they just got helicopters following yeah. it with camera crews I, I, just it, getting. It's, it's-
2: is, it, is the end credits just um, like a slow-mo shot of it flying through the sky? Well, obviously, whilst, because um, of the
0: force with which it's thrown, it moves too fast for uh, any current cam camera technology to really track it.
2: You get a drone. Uh,
1: the, 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 the,
2: you strap a camera to it, the and en- then the no, end the
1: credits credit break. break. It would literally the, explode. The, the end credits... The end credits is just the the sad, desiccated remains of the Supper just floating gently down the Nile.
0: With that and music from down, the it's... old Hulk TV show playing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: either,
1: that, or, either that or
2: Somebody to Love by Jefferson Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> that music what was in... Um... <laughs> Your
1: fucking no, sucker yeah.
0: is in the Nile. <laughs> you fucking prick fuck you
2: <laughs> well i i say that's a pretty good th- thank you for those it, deep it's thoughts, a pre- Josh. it's a pretty good show
0: and it's for charity as well cuz th- those those suppers are being are going to starving children in africa provided they all group yeah, around the were... nile We've, we've, got, we've got this Go um, sort of initiative. We're taking these... Right, it's sort of a Robin Hood-type arrangement. Uh, if Robin Hood also sort of gathered, shall we say, uh, starving children from third-world countries around the Nile uh, every time there's a delivery, so to speak. Uh, we take, he's taking food right, from people who don't need it. All right. These are like rich people probably that he's taking the food from. <coughs> I'm sure he probably. checks. Right? This is e- this is extra food. You don't need this. You've got more. And he's taking that and flinging it into the Nile where we'll have gathered starving children who are in need of it. Like ob- starving children from first world countries, even. We can ship them over into the Nile, yeah. and then we've got what? Chad Whimsey's Hungry Nile Time, which is a second show. <laughs> the spin off show. That's is, is that that's like. Gonna is gonna that, it's going to be like, airing after the completion of the. The, every, the after yeah, it, show. It's the, they just have like, a panel like of guests of
2: celebrity in get me after. Yeah, it, off the it's showing, sort of that stuff. Britain's like, got more um,
0: talent style, sort of.
2: But it's a ho- supplementary show hosted, hosted by, by well, Ch- Elijah Wood and well, Daniel Wood. Oh no, Radford. it's Chad Whimsey
0: again. It's like, hey, I'm Chad Whimsy.
1: These kids yeah, are you know, going to get Wimsy their supper out of the Nile. Go on, kids, get in there. Go swim and for bound your dinner. And gagged Mary Berry. Swim for your
0: supper, kids. Yeah, Mary You're going to fucking the drown.
2: And it, the camera just occasionally cuts to an angry Ayn Rand.
0: Fine, we'll 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 do that yeah. as well.
1: Um, I mean, she's dead, so that might be a bit difficult. Oh well, I'd be angry but... if I was dead.
0: Seems very they inconvenient. They got
1: on a picture. They got on a picture, and computer generated it into a CDI. No, CD no they, icon, they've, like, what they they've taken a still
0: image and the... drawn angry eyes onto it with a marker pen. And it's just going to cut to that between starving children swimming and fighting over a. Plate of half-eaten spaghetti carbonara, wet carbonara. Well, I've got for, for your lovely time. I've got two issues. For your entertainment.
1: I've got two yeah. issues. Well, the first one is that it's not just going to be really soggy and dispersed. Mm-hmm. It's also been flung so hard that it can't. Be a, lot, up, a lot, a lot of it will cameras, have been which...
0: like disrupted on a molecular level due to the sheer For it will be dust. Yeah. The dust of supper.
1: Yeah, it'll also have gotten very hot due to the the energy required for it. to Oh yeah, go that it's been part. reheated. So it will be ch- it will be charged to a crisp and just sort of gently reheated, gently lovely going supper down the Nile. in a refreshing <laughs> Nile sauce. Well, that's the first issue, and you've obviously We've solved clearly the solved the it. second issue. The second issue is that. Most. I can't hear your second
0: issue. You've cut out. Real. Does
1: that mean? Does that mean there's not
0: another problem? I can hear you now. There is another problem. I gave. I mean, I gave you an out. There there. is another problem. Could have just not said the problem, and then it wouldn't have existed.
1: Well, no, because I. It's important to bring this up. It's the fact that um, Egypt is one of the less plagued by starvation areas in. Africa. I don't know so it... uh, the
0: names of rivers in more <laughs> suitable <laughs> so, locations. So, this is, it... so we just decided so, he was going so to. So you just
1: you just chose a river that you knew was in Africa without any real consideration. I've got to be honest. I chose the first river the that economic... popped into my
0: head. The fact that it does happen to be in Africa is completely
1: incidental. Oh, okay. Well, That's fine, I suppose, but. It just it just seemed a bit incongruous with the whole charity
0: aspect. Chad Whimsy does as Chad Whimsy will. I don't pick the river.
1: Despite... I thought you said you did. Did you pick it literally together? don't worry about it. Well, that was Josh's deep thoughts. I'm Chad Whimsy. I'm taking your fucking supper. I'll drown you, kids. Have you liked it? It's time for us to talk about some indie games that we recommend you have a go at. Yep. Who wants to go first this time?
0: I'm gonna need a minute one
1: of you (laughs) go. Okay. George Lady. Oh. Uh, Oh. Yeah. Do you wanna rock, paper, scissors for it? Um I got Ray Gun, you go. Raygun Yugo. <laughs> Great. Raygun Yugo is my favourite Star Wars character. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, we went in two different directions, but I appreciate both of them. No, I don't see any reason why Same. they can't both
0: be true. The, uh,
1: the game I wanted to recommend uh, this week is um, a... Japanese indie horror game called oh. Mad Father that recently got an expanded release on Steam. Uh like it's, it's been a free RPG Maker game that oh, you could yeah, just um, Yeah, you could just get it uh for years and recently it's had a proper sale release. It's only 3.99, but I think it's good to support them because they gave that game away for years. Yeah, it's no, definitely a really interesting little um, horror game that really uses the uh, RPG Maker system very well, because it's difficult to make something that's not fairly homogenous using it. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, you play as a small child who is gradually discovering their father's uh mad scientists experiments on humans and stuff. And uh yeah. I, I won't spoil too much because it's I think the story is actually very good. But yeah, okay. I'd say go go get that and play it and support the uh, the dev because they did give they still give the game away actually. You can still get the original version of the game for free. They've just uh this is just a slightly expanded version so yeah that that's my recommendation for this week cool i have a recommendation <gasps> as well <gasps> I know now there's
2: this there's this little game called armello armello now armello is um it's a mi- it's sort of like a board game sort of like um uh, civilization in in a number of ways um, where you assume the role of one of a selection of anthropomorphic animals that are like, like,
0: like oh, fantasy. I think I've heard <coughs> of this <that coughs> <fantasy coughs> <fantasy.
2: coughs> <coughs> There's a mad king who's uh, who's a lion. Yeah, I have heard of this one. Um, slowly. No, I was just saying mm? I've heard I've heard about this. Oh yeah, cool. Um, and um, the the lion king is slowly dying of corruption, which is this nasty force that's um, infecting the whole of the world. And your goal. Ah, as
1: when you are... Continue. Sorry, it's just you said the words Lion King, so I had to no, do my
0: it. I your restraint for not doing
2: it immediately, actually. I am both. No, I'm not even not even two things. I'm just I'm just happy that that happened. <laughs> that makes um, one of us. But yes, there is a Mad King, who is a lion, um, and uh, he's slowly dying of corruption. And your goal as the character that you've chosen is to go around the board collecting resources and uh, completing little mini quests in order to try and um, uh, build up your strength. Or your wits or um whatever means you find the most desirable as your character to basically usurp the king, and the first person to usurp the king wins it's a
1: very very fun little game, so does uh, it basically the, play like a board game with
2: kind of yeah it's like it's like um it's like the intersection between a board game and a civilization
1: game uh, so something a bit is it a bit like Catan, then? Would you say? Yeah kind of it's kind of like Catan.
2: yeah that that's a good comparison um but yeah uh, the art style's really adorable like um the um the like the, just like the the proportions and and like the the detail and just g- generally like everything looks really really cute and well drawn and animated uh and yeah uh, the, there's also a very interesting combat system um basically um you can either have a physical combat, uh, a physical combat altercation, or um, a uh, an altercation of like diplomacy, or um, or using your agility to be stealthy. And you have um, you can amass a number of dice that represent your ability to be able to do the thing. And um, you ro- uh, the dice aren't um, your average uh, d6s. They're they're six-sided dice, but they have different symbols that uh, correlate to different things. Um, and you roll your dice and um, depending on what you roll on those dice depends on how successfully you do in that check in comparison to what you're going up against Uh, and the thing that you go up against will also roll a dice um, or a selection of dice and you have to beat them in the number of dice that you roll it's very very fun 10 out of 10 would recommend it's very cute
1: yeah, um, when you said anthropomorphic animals, all I could imagine was Disney-eyed wolfmen with neon cocks.
2: Oh no!
0: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's an interesting. Oh no! It's it, it's like the dream. It's the neon cocks from the <laughs> prophecy.
1: Fight me. Sadly, says fight me. Alright, so Josh, do you I've have got a game?
0: game? Uh, it's a very interesting little game New game, actually uh, Came out recently uh, oh. Called Chad Whimsy's Virtual Dining Experience It was It's a uh, Very interesting little project uh, <sighs> o- uh, Title screen opens up Hey
2: Dickhead I'm Chad Whimsy And welcome to my virtual dining experience. Give me a supper, you prick! Oh no, I'm sorry, Josh, but you're going to have to stop because the
1: phone is ringing. I mean, this is an incredibly
0: inopportune time.
2: Hello.
1: Hi, it's me, Hatsune Miku from (laughs) Vocaloid. Uh, just calling in to say that I'm not really liking this direction that the show's going in, with uh, Josh's uh, spelling out the deep thoughts into the other segments of the show. Uh, I've been a really big fan for the rest of the episodes, but this whole direction isn't that great? I'm Hatsune Miku from Vocaloid. Oh. I've, had
0: a, I've actually had a long
1: well, long-running feud the, with Hatsune the, the Miku the the for
0: quite some time. Spotting. It's not surprising that she's trying to silence me. I'm still here. It's not surprising that you're trying to silence me.
1: I don't when have you anything know I s- I just I think you. When you should... know I speak the truth. I-, I just think you should... be saying about something... This is a this proper... Section, he is, a, that's kind he of what is what
0: it... an author... Artist... Who just wants... People to understand... The importance of his work... And who paid me a lot of money... To publicise this project, where
2: he—he's like the Suda Fifty One of, of
0: video games. He's like if Suda Fifty One made video games jo- instead of I don't know jo- knitting Sorry. or whatever he does. Sorry,
2: Josh. Josh, <laughs> can I can I just say something, please?
1: <laughs> Suda, <laughs>
2: the,
1: su- <laughs> Suda Fifty One is funny
2: right is is the suda 51
0: not of the anymore there's a new hat in the ring <laughs> he's good there's a new suda he, he says that in the game and hey everybody i'm the suda new suda 51 chad whimsy and i'm going to take your supper you're a <laughs> fucking sorry dick.
1: chad
2: whimsy is the new suuda yeah 51. he's the new
0: suda 51 and he's got a uh. game out where he just berates the audience that there is there is as of yet no quit I'm, button. Uh, I'm assuming that's going I'm to be added still,
1: in. I'm still Hatsune Miku from Vocaloid, and I'm still beef on the line strong enough. Now. More uh, like beef fucking asshole. Give me your supper. <laughs> I, I think that I might be taking my podcast patronage elsewhere because this is just awful. Fine, I'm go. To say it, leave. Uh, you have been yeah. cast well, out, I'm Hatsune Miku
0: but when you find that, yourself your name, when you find yourself you, in need Mister. of a game about a jo- man siri- shouting at you to give him your dinner don't fucking come josh. crying to me
2: jo- josh sir- josh uh, okay i'll put the phone down josh for serious talk for a moment right so now that i've got an actual game look, like we don't i'm th- tempted oh. to just not talk about <laughs> hey, it now tell out us of politeness the protest. actual game <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hatsune Miku's going to get all up in my shit. I feel like I need to retaliate.
2: Now that we don't have Hatsune Miku, all we've got his fucking stormbringer. Hatsune Miku. Ring
0: ring. Yes. Ring no. ring. Hello? Ring ring. It's it's Click. it's it's
1: Hatsune
0: Miku,
1: not Hatsune Miku. Like, I thought he was talking right. about someone else.
0: Right. Is Hatsune right. Miku with you?
1: Yeah, that's my cousin. So from and Sweden, my Swedish cousin has absolutely nothing to do with this. So I'd appreciate if you didn't bring her into this. I, 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 I didn't.
0: Um, if it were up to me, you no. Know, George is the one who opened that thing that you can open. I forgot all openable things.
1: Well, in no, any like, case, I... I'm, I'm, I'm going in. Door. Again now, so uh, goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye. Right,
2: you know, it's interesting because sometimes uh, I I do forget that we uh, that we definitely record this podcast live. Um, well, no, it's and that people and that we and that we have and that we have the technological infrastructure for a phone in line. Well, it
0: it's the thing is, I mean, we know who, we all know who's responsible at this point.
2: That's where, that, that's where those ten dollars a month on Patreon yeah. go to. Alpha, goes I'll to Wentworth Miller I'll, I'll bugging
0: all line. of our houses and recording areas and for some reason installing a, a like a phone line for specifically for people to call in they, they all seem to know the number i for one am baffled yeah. that he would go to this much effort
1: it's fascinating <coughs> What's I mean, his endgame? To be honest, we've, we've only had fairly high profile callers so Yeah,
0: far. I mean, like, where's what just like Dave David from the David
1: We've had David Kaj, we've had Hatsune Miku from Vocaloid, we had, um. John Cleese? What's his name? John Cleese, that's it. I couldn't think of his name then. We had him for a minute when he was proposing to David Kaj over hmm. the line. The fact that we can also support multiple phone calls at once is incredible. oh yeah he's
0: worked really hard yeah. on this system that he just never told us about never never publicized ring, at all ring. Uh, ring
1: ring ring ring
0: someone someone pick up the ring, phone ring. please
2: just just let it just let it ring, ring. ring Just let it ring we're not here I wonder ring, if he installed
0: an answer machine ring
1: ring. Thank you for listening to the Indie Heaven podcast. We're unable to take your call right now, but you can leave a message after the beep. He did. Beep. Hi, it's me, Dave from Suffolk. Thank you for oh giving my me a call out on the podcast. God. Um, it's a shame that you couldn't pick up because I can hear I can hear the podcast, and I heard George say, "Just pretend we're not here." Um, that was a remarkable <laughs> a bit, bit of oversight. I, on I'm your hearing car. myself now. Uh, so at least I managed to get on the line even if we can't have a proper open dialogue um, well thank you for calling me out uh, and goodbye
0: Dave from Suffolk <laughs> I'm a huge fan of his
1: oh. th- 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 shall we wrap up honor. because I don't particularly want to hear about Josh's indie game yeah, anymore fuck it. I, I hate oh, no. video games
0: I've never <laughs> heard George, of video wait, games George, I don't know what they are Is it like an iPod Touch?
2: (laughs) The only way you could have made that better is if you said, Is it like an iPod
1: Touch 3G? No, what would have been better is if you said, Is it like an iPod Shuffle? (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Is it like one of those Sony walk men? Is it like a Zoom? Is, like is, 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 <laughs> is, like is it like one of those walking men that you get who walk to, alongside
0: you with, with a little what gramophone?
1: The <laughs> they just sing to you gently in your ear as you walk. I get a lot of people like that.
0: Never ask them to be there, it's very
1: strange.
2: I'm going to have so much vodka when we're finished with this. Yeah, you are. Yeah. It's gonna have so. It's gonna have so much. That fun was the
0: challenge. plan. Economic boost to the vodka industry. Also funded yeah. by Chad Whimsy for some reason.
2: F- right, Josh. Have you yeah. got an
1: indie game? What's the indie game? <laughs> I was just gonna be there. I've played. Um... Oh. Sorry, my door's being knocked out We can cut this out. Hello. Hi. I'm, I'm just, I'm just doing some. I mean, that's a right sign, now, right? You can still say, you can still say good night to me. Good night.
0: Good night. My word.
1: This that was my younger brother.
0: I, I have. Heck, I have, I've played an actual indie video game. That, that was. uh... I've wanted to sort of mention for a while. I mean, you wouldn't know it to listen to the past half an hour, but... Uh, it's called Black and White Bushido. Uh, Ooh, yes, it's tell us. been out for quite a while on PC. Recently got uh, a PS4 release. Well, it was more recently uh, back when I was originally going to talk about this, but then, well, we've spoken about that. Uh, yeah. I think it also coincides with the fact that it got uh, online multiplayer. Uh... No one's playing online on PS4, don't know what the situation is with PC, but it's an interesting little game, it's sort of one of those um, four-player, sort of, party games, where you are one of four little uh, feudal-era warrior type people, which was an unnecessarily verbose way of saying four Players, but you're one of these little characters, and you can either be uh, black or white. So there's, there's this sort of like little bit of a plot you get at the beginning where where um the world. So there's is...
1: like a race element. <laughs>
0: I mean, I was waiting for it, but it's
1: <laughs> sorry, react to... It's I still disheartening to, yeah, to, to come come hear. Um. It was going to happen, so I thought it, it, you I might, as might as well, as well take call the, the ball. Yeah.
0: Right. So yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of just narrative at the beginning where apparently the the world is split into like two separate planes of existence, light and dark, and then they sort of merge and now they're fighting for reasons. So, like, your okay. character can be either black or white, and then bits of the uh, stage you're all fighting on are. Uh, are all either black or white, so like there'll be like little so there'll be sections of it that are black and sections of it that are white, and you are effectively invisible if you stay still in an area of the same colour. And the objective is to basically just sort of sneak around. And then there's like there's two modes I believe there's deathmatch and there's a sort of capture the flag one. And the idea is to just sort of like use. These areas in which you can hide in order to sort of like gain some kind of advantage and kill people and steal flags in a, in an effective manner and um, it's an interesting concept. I think in practice there's a couple of sort of pitfalls in that if you move with any degree of speed or like if you jump um, you do become visible. Uh, because you need to be able to see what you're actually doing, but the problem is, if you can see what you're doing, everyone else can. So, when you're hiding, there's not really an effective way to manoeuvre around the map, uh, except for one item, which is sort of like a smoke bomb where you can sort of set a point to teleport to, which is, like, that's really the only way to sort of use this tactically, because otherwise, like you can't really move from the first spot in which you hid, and everybody knows that you're hidden there because that was the last place you were observed and like if you'd moved if you'd moved anywhere like significantly further from that or gone up to a different level, everybody would have seen it because your character would have become less transparent uh, yeah. so there's mm-hmm. definitely some flaws but just i've i played in it okay. it's it's still very fun despite that like when when you do it right okay. it's quite um it's like the the uh, attacks are all sort of like dash attacks and if you like hit each other with a dash attack at the same time you sort of bounce off each other it's quite like satisfying to do
1: very fast paced uh no I have I have one question which is a question I ask about any um online mm-hmm. game.
0: I mean if it's about uh, the online is... aspect of it I wouldn't know as I've said nobody's playing this online.
1: Oh no that that wasn't it. I was going to ask um do you get to shoot a army man with a gun? Uh, I
0: mean technically one of the characters is a soldier so in a sense, you can yeah, kill you get... an army man.
1: Not with a gun, yeah, you can throw no. a shuriken at them. Okay, no, then it's not as good as Call of Duty, obviously.
0: Okay, <laughs> that was some that, that, that was, was top-notch satire that was, from
1: Yeah Melody there. That was some yeah wonderful Jake a damning indictment of, of my
0: friends. the. the, the Video you know, games so yeah, it's it's worth checking out it, it, if you're looking for I can't tell like, if I've cut out or if everyone's just gone quiet implemented again. example of like oh, we're invisible we're hiding, try and kill me I'd probably go with Screensheet which I've not played myself which is,
1: to be honest, the only reason I don't bring it oh. up like, as the game no, I've um, I played that at that same friend who made me that DVD of the, mm. the Escapist series I was talking about. I played that at his
0: house. Yeah, I mean, that, like that's really the only way you can, to my mind, you can do something like this, like in a really meaningful way, is like there needs to be like differing perspectives, which maybe maybe that is a thing. Like in the online version, I wouldn't know. I mean, I doubt it, but. I I would not know if it is then yeah I would say definitely check this out if not it's, it's still fun and as as I say if you know if you learn how to use the like smoke bombs correctly you can actually you can still turn the whole blending into the background thing to your advantage but um yeah it's a thing I'd definitely like to see toyed around with more because I do think there's something to it So, I I would definitely Mm -hmm. say, like, if people are just interested in these kinds of things, like, from a design perspective, even, like, definitely go and have a look at it, because there's a, like, decent amount to deconstruct if you're into that sort of thing. So, yeah. Black and
1: white Bushido. Have a look at it, maybe.
2: Awesome. Mm. Yeah,
1: no, I've been meaning to check it out for a Mm. while myself. I'm probably not, that's probably one that I'm not going to get around to myself, just because That's fair. I only have finite time for games, and it doesn't sound like the sort of thing I want to invest too mm. much in. I mean, there's, a, there's been a lot of that kind of games, that. Uh, sort of in that genre, that four-person
0: we want to be mm. towerfall, or like a set number of, like, poor or something like that, like. But this one's actually tried to do something with the concept, and so I think it does deserve like a certain amount of attention for that, even if, as I say, it has a couple of kinks that need working out, probably.
1: Oh. Oh. Mm. Um, I, Sexual deviance. I've got to go in ten minutes. I was just, I was just told that I've got to go and eat some food in ten minutes' time. I'm going to go
2: order some food. I'm going to get some fucking chicken. Did somebody say they were going to have supper?
1: The The flesh of the innocent. I'm also here now. Yeah, pretty
2: much. I'm Chad Whimsy. I'm here to help you wrap Um, up your podcast.
1: (laughs) I've been thinking about um, something that happened once, which was I was given a strawberry plant by someone who gave very odd gifts a lot. Um, and I named it Mimber Ass Pot because its ass was in a pot. Oh, I've heard that That's name lengthy. before. Oh, somewhere. So Josh, where can people find you?
0: Hmm. You can find me on Twitter uh, <laughs> at Jam Tyrant. Looking at the things I've not been doing because I've been dead. Uh, you can find me on the YouTubes, The Abominable Showman. There's content there, if you like looking at things with your eyes, What that you can also hear with your ears if you want to do that. And also, obviously, you can find me on Indie Haven, that website that I have never heard of. Uh, doing a thing sometimes and I might actually write up a little bit about um, the uh, Devolver E3 conference because just from a I feel like I didn't explain my thoughts on that the best I could like I get kind of awkward with like yeah, so. speaking in person so Come I think on. it might think just be an interesting thing to just write about and kind of refine yeah. my thoughts on Yeah, I
2: look forward on. to
0: that mm-hmm. uh, George? Yes Okay, Elodie, where can we find you? <laughs> yes. Tell everyone
1: <laughs> no.
2: about um, you. If you go to Jaffmoister.com, that's J-A-F-F-A-M-E-I-S-E-R dot oh, uh-huh. C-O-N, you can see me violently mash communism into video games, as well as take a little gander at basically everything that I produce on the internet. If you go to Twitter, at com, you can see me ramble about random things that I'd be getting onto throughout the day. Um... And also um, trying to communicate with celebrities that are much more uh, important than um, was me. Was uh, that correct? Go...
1: I, think, huh? I think you made a, a goof-em-up there. What? You said uh, on Twitter at jaffameister.com. Oh. So I just wanted to make sure you hadn't changed your Twitter no, to... No, no, that,
2: that wasn't it, no. Okay, okay, thank you
1: for pointing that out. Um,
2: uh... Let me start again. Um, it's fine. Really sorry about that. No, no, it's okay. It's not your fault. It's my fault for slipping up. Um, if you go to jaffmeister.com, that's J A F F F A J F That's too
1: many F's. <laughs> this is F. its own
0: saga now.
2: It is. If you go, if you go to jaffmeister.com, that's jaffameiste dot C O M, you can find me violently mashing communism into video games and talking about how it makes sense. Uh, you can also go to at JaffaMeister on Twitter, where I will ramble about uh, various different things. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash um, J-A-F-F-A-M-E-I-S-T-R. There's no E on that last bit, because some other fucker stole it. Uh, you can um, you can find me on Indie Haven very occasionally. Uh, I am the editor-in-chief. Um, and you can also find me on youtube.com forward slash Jaffermeister, where I'm starting to make um, video content of me violently mashing communism with
1: video games, talking about how it makes sense. So, yeah! Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at KemiWords C H M Y Words, although I don't do much there. Uh, same on Patreon, patreoncom chemywords. Uh, I wrote the music for this, which you can find at chemicalwordsmonth.bandcam.com, I'm the podcast editor at Indie Haven, and I've written some pieces there as well, and that's about it for things. I think. Wait. Um, yeah, just to say, this entire time, I mean, I have two actual fidget spinners over in the corner. I have, I have dyspraxia, so it helps me to be able to fidget <laughs> with something. Um, but this entire time, I've just been fiddling with um, a door shop thing that I stole from my secondary school. Nice! It's like one of those things that's actually bolted into the ground that stops the door from hitting onto the walls. But it had come, and come loose, so I just took it, because it was like my like. last day. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. He's cool. called um,
0: Nigel Junior. First recorded case of someone stealing anything
1: that literally is nailed down. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> All right. So, uh, do you want to round us out with um, a bit of? I'm gonna give you a thought, advice, Josh. We love it when I have thoughts on this show. It's brilliant. Yeah, we don't. This one's advice, not it, thoughts. It, you, and it has to be man-related or I'll fire you. it
0: fucking doesn't, Helody. It does. I will cut
1: you. I'll kill you with a gun.
0: I will make you eat your own heart. What yeah, except like worse. Oh. And you'll probably do a poo.
2: <laughs> is, is that your advice?
1: why not (laughs) thank you for listening to the indie game podcast we're very sorry Josh's weird threats Josh's weird threats alright well bye everyone uh, bye everyone Thanks for listening to Podhaven.